Hi everybody, it's Mark Messier, and you're listening to Blue Shirt Underground Show, the number one Rangers podcast. Make sure you tune in to find out all the latest news. Let's go Rangers! That's right. Tonight, the two and ten Giants against the baby playoff bound Eagles. Carson Wentz, he's got the yips. Archie Manning is now the quarterback for the New York football Giants. Tune in. Fire David Quinn. Fire Lindy Ruff. Fire everybody. The tinfoil hat brigade out in space. But the Rangers continue to roll along. The win, the grins, and the sin. All recap on tonight's show of Blue Shirt Underground Video Show. Well, it's just a show. Just a show. It's just a show. I'm Howard Cosell, joined by Dandy Don Meredith and the one great Jim Schmiedenberg. Hello, Jim. Welcome to the broadcast. Uh, tonight, an historic night in Giants football as they giant, lay a giant <laughs> egg against the terrible it's, Philadelphia it's Eagles. Historic. <laughs> Scott Bruner and the 2-10 and ten Giants rolling into the Yale Bowl in New Haven, Connecticut. Oh, what a shit show tonight's going to be. The Giants taking on the Eagles, but we've got Ranger hockey to discuss. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Lucia Underground Show. Today is Monday, December the 9th, 2019, 16 days till Christmas. Christmas came early for the New York Rangers last night in Las Vegas. What I tell you? The absolute worst 5 nothing win you will ever see. Wow. <laughs> Alexander Georgiev playing the role of Chris Kringleski, leading the Rangers. 97 saves last night at the T-Mobile Arena, just off the strip between Lady Fingers Strip Club and uh, and, and the, the Apollo, Apollo and the Apollo. 
Oh, let me say something, my friend. Is I was spewing like the Bellagio yeah. fountain after that game last night. What a performance, Eddie. What a performance. Fire everybody as they continue to win. Fire, fire, <laughs> fire. Yes. He's stupid. I don't know if it's sarcasm. Anyway, let me just. This is the game. It was a tale of two games, really. It was a complete domination by the by the, the Knights there. They, uh, they're up and down. Georgiev is playing like out of his mind. But then the Rangers, similar to the Vegas Knights the last time they played him, get two consecutive goals, one by Artemi Panera and one by Mr. MIA, Mr. Kajak Year, Mr. Invisible, Chris Kreider gets a second goal, and it seemed to turn the tide of that game. Oh, uh, I. But once again, Georgiev is the story. We got to talk about this guy, because now, now I'm not privy because I know you follow these uh, stories closely. Why wasn't Henrik given the nod after the Georgiev loss, two to one? What's the story, Morning Glory? Give it to me. Well, you know, I've heard I've heard conflicting stories. I heard that. He wasn't feeling well, which is why he didn't play uh, the other day against uh, Montreal. That was, but then I heard he might have been he might have been a little banged up. <laughs> now I don't know, I, you know, I don't know which story it was. Now last night they made it sound like he was he was under the weather. I don't know, a little feline leukemia, a little rickets, a little touch of the gout. His uh, his rubella acting up. Maybe uh, PMS. You know, uh, his PMS. It could be. That's terrible. I know, but hey, listen. But uh, you know, it could have been you know shingles or uh, you know a bruised uh, labia. <laughs> you said that, not me. You're a hater. I don't care. How I'm dare you? Hey, How dare I'm you? Cool. I'm Howard Cosell. I can say anything. <laughs> How dare you? But uh, so that was why Georgiev got the start again last night. And I'm sorry, but I'm not starting anybody but Alexander Georgiev unless it's a back-to-back and then you give Hank one of the games. Just ride this kid. There's nothing, 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 nothing to be gained by 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 continuing to play. Henrik Lundqvist in goal. Let him sit on the bench with that resting Swedish bitch face. Pay him his $8 million for Schnagels. Laud him every 15 seconds on the broadcast. But let's watch the continued growth, growth of Alexander Georgiev. Let's watch him either continue to develop or... Send him to Hartford and bring up Shestyurkin and let him play every game. They have a decision to make on Georgiev. From what I understand, Georgiev can only play, I believe it's two or three. He can only make two or three more starts before he would become uh, waiver eligible. So the Rangers could not send him to Hartford without putting on waivers first, if I understand that correctly. And when I read that, he had five starts left, and I think he's made two or two. I think he's made two starts since I read that, I'm sure the chat room will back me up, correct me, whatever, because that's what they do. It's the best chat going. Yes. 
They're the, they're the, the helpers. They're the founders. They're the, they, they're the grease that makes this engine work. They are. Yeah. So the Rangers are facing a decision with Alexander Georgiev. But if you if he's staying, then play him. We don't want to, but we don't want to. We don't want to piss off Shestyurkin either, because I I do think that the Rangers feel that he is the the future starter and goal. But uh, we can't have him pulling a Kraftsov. And did you hear what's going on with Vitaly Kraftsov? I have, my friend. You know, my God, he's the he's demoted to the to the like the ECHL of the KHL. He's in the EKHL now. Oh, I'm really it's 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 really the story. You again, you can never really you never get the real story when it comes over to these Russian things, but some of the facts you can't deny that this is turning into a total tire fire. This is a debacle. Uh it, it it's a shame. Uh I don't know how it's gonna resolve itself. If it's ever going to resolve itself, but getting back to the Georgiev thing, let me ask this because I am not familiar with his contract situation. I know that the Rangers, the fans are, are, are they believe that the Rangers will try to move Georgiev at the trading deadline. Is he signed or is he UFA at the end of the, of the season? Georgiev? Yes. Uh, not sure. I could look that up though. I wanted to look up some, because uh, if he is signed. You go. play this guy. You do, he does not go anywhere. Uh, Alexander Georgiev will be an RFA at the end okay. of the season. Uh, I think at this point, he needs to stay on the team. I don't think the New York Rangers need... Uh, I don't think the return for Georgiev is going to be monumental at this point. Uh Certainly, his value has gone up. But right now, he's the best goalie we have. And what? Lundqvist is gone after what? Next year? Yes. So then you've after got a next perfect season. situation. You've got Shesterkin and Georgiev. Georgiev starts where Shesterkin goes. It's working the way it's supposed to work. I don't want to trade. What are we going to get for Georgiev that's going to be a game changer? This guy literally is is, is carrying the Rangers on his back. That's what you want from a goalie, from a young team that, listen, these wins are not pretty. I'm not going to say, like you said at the top, it was a 5 nothing victory, but it was ugly. They continue to get outshot massively. Yes. I mean, that's got to be corrected. I'm just going to chalk it up to their young and out, uh, but something's in the brain. Now, the, the defenseman, they're breaking all kinds of scoring records. Everybody scores now. You get a goal. You get a goal. Jake Truba was a little dormant for a while. He's on fire. Uh, so I don't know if it's the defense. I know it's Brady Shea. I can tell you that much. That guy stinks. He needs to be moved. He needs to be. He should be sent down. He's terrible. But I know Hayek's now out for, what, two to three weeks or so. So I think Mark Stoll's come and done a pretty good job. Uh, you know, but whatever the, the reason is for these other teams getting these, uh, I can't dissect it that uh, exactly figure out why it's happening, but these other teams are getting tremendous chances. And thank God, like, again, the recipe for a Ranger win is two, is really one thing. Special teams. Are they killing penalties? Yes. 
Are they scoring on the power play? Yes, they will win. You know, and uh, what, uh, what about Fire Lindy Ruff? The penalty killing is great now. What about the defenseman scoring? Does he get anything for that, too? Can you believe they're leading the league in, def- in goals by defensemen? Defensemen. Defense- yeah. Hmm. I can believe it. Every fantasy team's got like four Rangers got the defenseman on it. People got Adam Fox. People got Truba. People got D'Angelo. I mean, you know, who's the fourth guy? I don't think they have four. I wouldn't have Brady Shea on my freaking team. But Ryan Lindgren, I like his offensive team. Yeah, I like his acumen. He's got a he's got a good chance to do some things. Uh, but it's uh, it's a uh, I don't understand. What are they on pace for? Aren't they on pace for like eighty points, eighty eight points, something like that? Uh, let's see. They've played uh, twenty nine games. They've got thirty three points. Yeah, somewhere in the eighties, I guess. Oh, what do we want? Why we want to fire people? wrong with these people? What are they expected out of this team? I feel like they're competitive most nights. Yeah, they laid some giant eggs. They lost the heartbreaker to the Canadians. I hated that loss because I really thought we'd get a point out of it and they get that yeah. late goal and I was all fucking traumatized. I was inconsolable for like an hour and then I was like, I need to get over this. It's a regular season game. <laughs> But it's just like the Canadians suck, and I hate the Canadians, and I hate losing at the end of the game. And uh, but you know, whatever it is, what it is, they come back, they play the Knights, who they lost in that garbage, that garbage pail. Malcolm Subban, who's terrible. Right. In the last game, he was terrible. How could they not beat him? Do you right. see that right. he's terrible? That's what, that's what we're both saying last week when they played him at the Garden. The Rangers never tested him, and they lost four to one. He's terrible. If his name, I said it last night. If his last name wasn't Subban, he'd be in the ACHL. He's terrible. He's awful. He's coming out challenging the shooters like JD did in the nineteen eighties, like you know, and then they just pass it across and it's an empty net. I mean, he was terrible. He's a bad goalie. And they finally put the puck behind them, which they should have done the week before. But, hey, live and learn. Well, they don't live and learn. They're still passing like maniacs. This coach is going <laughs> to, like, I think he's going to put a gun to these guys' heads. You got to shoot. <laughs> they just don't shoot. So, uh, I, I think the Rangers, to me, I don't know. Is it like, do you expect to win every game? Because it just doesn't happen. Even if you got a really good team. No, but what I do feel like is that they're in every game. They can compete in every game. And what more can you ask for? And development. I want to see guys develop. Do right. I see guys developing? Yes. Yeah, I mean, how many – if you go up and down the roster, people that want to – you know, they're so tough on this coach. How many players do they have that are, you know – Progressing or playing well for this coach, D'Angelo, I, Truba's coming along. Adam Fox has got 16 points in his rookie season. He's 21 years old. Brendan Lemieux's got five goals. By the way, they gotta resign Brendan Lemieux. Yeah. Gotta, 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 gotta have him. Gotta have Brendan Lemieux. I want Brendan Lemieux on this team for years to come. Because I can't, I, I can't get a jersey until I sign him. He's, 
He's tough. He's in the middle of everything. And he's not he can he can chip in the goals. He's not he reminds me, and again, I'm not I don't want to overstate here, but he reminds me a little bit of Tekin in, in a way. He's he's just a bullet. He's just he's chirping, he's getting under the skin. I know he's not as talented as Asa Tekin is, but uh he's just what this team needs. And uh, that hit last night was not dirty. I don't understand what their problem is, but that guy carried. got a two thousand dollar fine for that hit. By the looks way, looks ridiculous, ridiculous. And then he goes with Carrier. Everybody's, uh, you know, uh, it has to be done because you can't hit anybody in this league with any kind of retaliation. Um, and he he holds his own, and he doesn't let Carrier beat him in the fight. And the Rangers, uh, he adds so much to the Rangers. Uh, yes, he needs to be signed. They also got to sign D'Angelo, too. I mean, he's become a valuable part of this team. Uh, certainly, I criticized him early on, and I really thought that, and I'm going to say this right out, and I'm going to, you know, uh, I'm going to say it now, listen to me later. Uh, I really believe that D'Angelo's success really was in part on David Quinn being the coach. I think if any other coach would have had enough of his nonsense and benched him and just labeled him a malcontent and just but he got through to Tony D that Tony D's smiling on the bench. He's all happy. He's making terrific plays. Uh you know there was a reason this guy was in on three other in three other organizations and, and finally I think they found a coach in a situation for him where that really fits for him and he's been prospering uh significantly for it. And uh I just don't understand. And you know what? I'm going to, you know, I said it last week. I'll say it again. Brendan Smith continues for what he is, does pretty well. Like he, he's a fourth liner. You know, he does it well. And I got to tell you this, Greg McKegg too. He's another guy. The horse tooth jackass. Yeah. He, yeah. He's a real mouth breather, that guy. But, (laughs) you know, but. (laughs) <laughs> He's certainly an upgrade from Michael Haley. I mean, uh, you know. Uh, let me let me th- let me throw something at you. Uh, I, uh, and uh, so hold everybody in the chat room. I see Johnny's here. I see Jen's here watching at work. Connor's here. Mike Silvers is here. Mike uh, Mike Smith is here. Paul Caduzzi. Hello to the great Johnny Prestano is here. Oh. What's going on, everybody? Let me throw something at you. Now the Rangers have between they've got I think. One more year after this, I think, of paying off Dan Girardi's buyout. How many and more then years? I think they've got one more year after this. Let me see here. Oh, no, excuse Still me. Still paying no, Bobby two more, two, <laughs> two more years after this one of paying off Dan Girardi. Two more years after this one of paying off Kevin. Sh- no, excuse me. Two more, Three more years after this one of uh, of both of them. So next year, they're going to have a lot of dead cap space. Then the, the following two years, they're going to have a quarter. They're going to have two point five million dead cap space for buyouts. What about buying out Brady Shea at the end of this year? They're not going to buy Hank out. How much are they way. due to pay Shattenkirk next year? Uh, if I understand this correctly, Shattenkirk. Next year is like six million. Yeah, that's gonna fucking hurt. Right. 
I mean, that's going to be a real sword but, to the side. Now, if I understand this right, and I'm looking at this on cap friendly, right? If you buy out Brady Shea, the next year, the next year he would represent 2.6. See, the problem is going to be next year because of that big Shattenkirk hit. But then after that, it's 2.4 and then 1.4, 1.4, 1.6, 1.6, 1.6, 1.6, which is well. Nice. I don't think the Shea situation is. Well, look at that. It hasn't reached abysmal level. It's disgusting level, but it's not abysmal level to buy him out. It was a mistake. The Rangers, uh, this is what's going to happen. The Rangers get a little, uh, they get a little happy with these defensemen and they start giving, everybody gets $6 million. This is what I'm worried about with D'Angelo. Right. You know, we're going to have to fork some money over, especially since we shortchanged him over the season, uh, before the season as well as Lemieux, two guys we signed at the last minute for chump change who've become pretty good contributors to this team. So uh, there is that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I agree with the Shea. Uh, I think we know what he is, and I think Rock, who's in the chat room today, put it many times, and, and I agree. I think the best way to describe him is what does he do? He doesn't play the power play. He doesn't kill penalties, and he's always on, on the ice for a goal. So what's the sense? If I got to see him going down to block a shot, then the dope breaks his stick, and then gives up a goal. I mean, you know, he's just become so frustrating to watch. You know, the other problem is going to be is that you've got Mark Stahl and Brendan Smith still on the books for another year. That's ten million dollars right there, just for the two of them. And then you tack on Brady Shea. That's fifteen million dollars for three defensemen. Defensemen. Depending on depending on what you count Brendan Smith as, if you count him as a defenseman or you count him as a forward, I think for the most part you have to count him as a defenseman. Right, because that's what he was signed for. I don't know right. uh, when he was a defenseman. But the here the thing is, we just got to get through next year. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then it's free at last, free at last. I mean, we'll have some some residual dead cap space, like you mentioned. But seventeen million dollars coming off the books oh, at the end of next season. Say it again. I, I almost Se- pressed my pants. Seven, seventeen million dollars. Seventeen million dollars. What could you know? Imagine what we could do with that. Squander it. No. Actually, it's eight, 18 million. How did we even? I don't even know how we had this much success in, in, before, uh, you know, the, the rebuild. I mean, the fact that we front-loaded all these bozos, all this money, including, listen, um, including the goaltender was absurdly paid, let's face it. Uh, it just, it's a wonder. And, uh, yeah, I mean, next year's going to be rough. Because we're going to have to try to get D'Angelo. What can you promise him? Like the league minimum for one year and then <laughs> then give him like what he really deserves for the second Backload year? Backload the deal. I don't know. Backload. Can, you do, I that? That, can you do that in this league? Uh, I don't know. They I don't, don't know. Can do anything. Can't even lose your helmet anymore. Right. right. Ridiculous. What's going to happen to the play? I think this is another stupid rule that they got to go right to the bench if they can't pick it up or on a heater like they had it happen to the other night. This is stupid. <laughs> So, uh, 
play a safety. It's dumb. They played it. This is, the league's been in existence what, since 1916, 1926, whatever it was. And right. uh, come on, how many people died of a head injury? All right, give it a break. All right, so anyway, I'm on that rant. But, uh, yeah, the Rangers can have problems. Uh, but I'm worried about that. I think this year, I think it's been a pretty good year, man. They're right in the plant wild card hunt. I mean, right. I mean, what else you want? This is what we thought they would be. Yeah, I mean, in the words of the immortal Dennis Green, they, they are who we thought. I mean, they pretty much are who we thought they were, right? I think I think they're I mean, I thought Kako would be more of an impact, and you can see now that Kako is he's hit that frustrated. Now, what did you think about this? I want to ask you in the underground uh, about this. Our Tammy Panarin uh, had a terrific scoring opportunity, and he gave it up to give the puck to Kako to kind of break him out of his slump. Right. It just didn't work out. Now, no. what do you think about that? Do you think that's good that Panarin has got a team uh, thing where he wants to get the other players going, the young players going, younger players? He's young himself. Right. Young players going. Or do you say, listen, you got to shoot. Let this kid work his own problems out. I'm getting a paid, you know, for a billion dollars. In a, in a, I mean, I think it was four or five nothing at that point. I'm fine with it at five nothing. If that's a one one game, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing stuff at the TV. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think you're right. It's, you know, a five nothing game. All right, you try, you know, you try and get the, try and get the kid going, and you could see it. You know, he's frustrated. He's he's looking up at the heavens constantly. <laughs> you know, the kid's got the weight of the world on his face, even though he really doesn't. You know, it just—he just needs to relax and, and play hockey and do what he does best. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. Yeah, I, he'll be I, all right. Yeah, you yeah. see little things every game. You know, the the talent's there. He'll be fine. He's just got to—he's got to—he's got a few knots in his rope, and he's got to work them out. That's all. Yeah, I agree with you. You—you you could see he has it. I think it's just he's frustrated because he succeeded at every level, and it's not coming so fast here in the NHL, and it doesn't very rarely comes fast to anybody. Right. And, um, you know, and he's you know, he's predominantly played in the first and second line, plays some power, plays power play. So he's gotten his opportunity to play with some of the top line players, which every, you know, every idiot Ranger fan is screaming for every guy that they like to play on the first line when there's, you know, there's only three guys who play yeah. on the first line. Although Jesper Foss seems to find himself on the first line every other game. I don't know how that works. Don't ask me. It's an enigma. I uh, will go down uh, to my range of grave without understanding why the coaches have such a boinger for this guy that he needs to jumpstart the first line. They love him. They I love don't him. Got, His teammates I, love him. The coaches love him. But love why? Him. I mean, he works hard, but that's just not – You know – I, I can honestly He's say. Wind up with eight goals at the end of the year. I, I know, but you know the thing about him. The one thing about him is, how many times have you watched a game that he plays in and and, you, and he makes a mistake? Guy doesn't make. I mean, he doesn't make mistakes. You know, he, he. I don't think he's great at anything. 
but he's pretty, you know, he's good at a lot of things. And like I said, the, the coaches love him. His yeah, teammates love him. coach love him. I mean, I saw. I, I really think he is he line. is viewed. I really, I get the impression that he is viewed as a real leader on this team. I, I really do. I, I get that impression. I, and, you know, every year he wins that crumb bum award or whatever the hell they call the player, whatever they call that players, players, player, whatever they call that. They used to, they used to call it the crumb bum award. I thought. Or was that the or was that a different award? Was that the one the reporters voted on the crumb bum? I don't remember that at all. You don't remember that? I don't, I don't know. Somebody will, somebody will remember it. Mike's where's Mike Smith when I need him? That guy, Jesus, his his knowledge is just ridiculous. The things he remembers. But yeah, he'll he'll remember it. Well, maybe it's the players player award is the one he always wins. They love him. They love him. Oh. I just, I just can't take to him on the first line. Just, it just, it, it, I don't know. I guess it's like they want somebody to work really hard to dig the puck out of the corner and set up the other guys. And I don't he, know. He's a, never you know what it is? It. He's a pro. He's a pro. I think, I think that's, that's what they like. You know, that's what they like about him. He's a pro. He's out there. He, he handles himself well. He doesn't take play. He plays smart. He doesn't take bad penalties. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes on the ice. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I could see that's, uh, you know, because another thing is my contention is that in the preseason, why is he always guaranteed a spot? I right. can see the argument I know. for I that. Know. You say that every you say every, that every you know, why is he It's not September until you say that. Right. I mean, <laughs> why is he a lot? No one's competing for his spot. Nobody's a hard worker. Nobody takes stupid penalties. I guess not. In Ranger world, people take stupid penalties. Every Ranger takes a stupid penalty. He's a crumb bum. But every coach likes him, and every coach depends on him. I'm not saying he's a bad player. I just right. there's something that annoys me when I see him on the first line. That's all I'm <laughs> saying. It's just you know, I want to jump back real quick. You were talking about uh, you were talking about Brendan Smith, and you know, I think it was the um, I think it was the Columbus game. Uh, maybe maybe Jen remembers she was watching it with me. We were talking about it, but I think it was the Columbus game. Where after he had taken a shift with uh, McKeg and whoever else he was skating on a line with in that game, Howden. There, the uh, might have been Howden, might have been Howden. Yeah, I think it was actually. The three of them were on the bench together with the iPad in front of oh, them. Oh yeah, yeah. Watching that. the plays and and Brendan Smith is kind of how do you want to how do you put? He was kind of running the discussion, like you could see, like you know, he and. You know, I said to I said to Jen, and I'll say it here. You know, those are the things that we as fans don't see. These fans that are screaming, Brendan Smith taking up a, a a roster spot, and this, that, and the other thing. Why is he here? Why do we need this guy playing forward? Well, and you know, I'll just go back to what I've said before: is that I tend to think that the coaches that are around these guys six six seven days a week for twelve hours a day might know a little bit more than us that see them every other day for 15 minutes a game. You know, there, there's, there's got to be more reasons why these guys are, are on the team, you know, things we don't see. And I think Brendan Smith is one of them. I, you know, I, the guy just does his job. Is he, is, he, is he the fastest skater on the team? No. Is he the best defender on the team? No. Is he, you know, is he offensively gifted? Well, not really, but he had a nice breakaway the other night. Yeah. Uh, uh, Oh, but, you know, Joe, he's talking to his brother Riley about 
He does his job. Oh, forward, Joe. Oh, Joe. The dinner with the brother, Joe. The Smith brothers. The cough drops, Joe. Oh, but oh, nothing, nothing beat last night though. Did you hear? Did you hear Joe going on about Mark Stone's knob? Oh, that was classic. Oh, I missed. It. Oh, Sam, look at the knob on Mark Stone's stick. He he tapes it up extra, extra. Sam, his knob is so big, it's big and throbbing. Sam, he's got this big knob that he uses one hand on it, Joe. A uh, one hand so he can reach out and get the takeaways, Sam. Oh, what a knob, Sam. Look at the knob, Sam. They're gay. Oh. Not that there's anything wrong about it, but those <laughs> two guys are gay. And then you got and then you got and this is gonna be a really old reference, but I know you'll get it. You got Reginald Van Nosen over there with the whoa, whoa, how sweet it is. Reginald Van Nosen. Uh, but that was great. He's just going on and on about this knob on Mark, which I'm sure Hank doesn't like because, you know, the only knob Hank wants Joe talking about is his. Yes. Right. Look at but, the Oh, knob. Sam, look at the knob. He just puts one hand on the knob and uses it to get the puck. Remember when Micheletti and Troutwig were, like, drooling over Vetchkin's freaking six-pack that one time? And his thighs, and Sam. His thighs. Look at the size of his, his thighs. thighs. That's gay. Our broadcast is like an episode of Oz. It really is. These guys <laughs> just. I, I know everybody's probably saying, oh, they're going to talk about the broadcast again. I'm right. sorry. It's part of the entertainment. It's, it's, part, it's part of the entertainment. It's what you get. You want, you want advanced stats? I'll give you a list of 10 podcasts to go listen to. They're everywhere now. You want to be entertained? You want to have a little fun? You want to do a little goofing around? This is what we're here for. I, I wait for the. You know the, the the mistakes during the, the game. I hope there are. I don't bet. Sammy had a good night tonight. Nothing to talk about. Oh my God! The the the, the knob. Markstone's oh, knob. Markstone's knob. Sam. They love. Look Mark at Stone. it. Look at it. Look at it. Look, Look at, at the it. knob, Sam. Gaze upon his massive knob. Oh, clear eye for the Rosen guy. <laughs> I don't know, man. I gotta tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Riley said, do Sam and Joe share a bed on the West Coast? <laughs> Sam and his kerchief and Joe and his cap had just settled down for a long winter's nap. Oh, Joe, it's going to snow. Is that the hot water bottle, Sammy? <laughs> Is that you? <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. These guys. Sam getting up 14 times a night to go to the bathroom. Oh, Joe, I shouldn't have eaten those burritos, Joe. Joe. <laughs> oh, man. That <laughs> was great. Uh, so, uh, so, so, yeah, so just getting back to the, to the, to the, these players and, you know, everybody getting on them. That thing with Brendan Smith, I like seeing, you like seeing that. You like these, these young players need guys that know how to play professional hockey and what it takes. And, my guess is that's a big part of why Brendan Smith is there. It's why Jesper Fast is there. Yeah. Howie Sussman's here. Howie's yet Howie to make Sussman. his video de debut. Howie's always got you know, it's always a heavy traffic at the Sussman household. Right. There's right. always like a lot of things going on there. So right. that's it's, like a, it's like a bingo hall. Peter Fox is in Ireland. He's watching the show from Ireland. Wow, cool. Peter should call in. We've never had an Irish and a guest from Ireland. We've had UK, but not Ireland. 
Oh, As we go spanning the globe. Yeah, spanning the globe. Dun, 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 dun. Um, <laughs> Sam orders Papa John's late night to the room. Oh, yeah. Takes the money out of Joe's wallet to pay for it. We must consume the pizza. They check out. Joe's ordered all kinds of porn. Shaving Ryan's privates. <laughs> Schindler's yeah. fist. Yeah, I think Joe definitely has some kind of <laughs> hidden things going on. Sam's too old. He's, you know, he has trouble remembering his name. I don't know. He's just, you know, if you ever wiki uh, Sam Rosen, you find out some very interesting things. Have, do you know any of these things that if you wiki him? I know he was quite the baseball player in his day. Well, Sammy was not born here. He was, born in, he was born in Germany. That I've that I've always I've known that since before Wikipedia. He was uh, born in Germany. Wikipedia. Yes. Wikipedia. Yeah. Wikipedia. 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 And his name is not Sam Rosen. His no, it's like Schlemuel or something, right? Schlemuel uh, Rosenblatt. Blatt or something like that. Right. And he's from Polish. But there's an interesting thing on that Wikipedia that it says. The Rangers have an understanding with, with Sam that he can do the broadcast as long as he wants to do it. Which that part disturbs me. Music to my ears. No. <laughs> I, I, we have enough material. <laughs> never enough. It, ne it, can never, it never stops. Peter Ryder to Joe Pesci. <laughs> What am I, funny like a clown? Maybe oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm a little fucked up. Uh, yeah, I know. I would miss him with that stuff, but it's just I want somebody who calls the play. How many goals the other team? And they score. You don't know who scored, who set it up, what's going on. I say it every week. I'm going to continue to say it. I want somebody who's a goddamn homer in there screaming as loud as they can. Wait, you don't like this? Mika! That's Artemi Panarin! <laughs> Mika! That's Mika! I'm in Anaheim! I'm, in I'm Anaheim. going to the proctologist! The world's most... And the chant of Henrik goes up from the crowd. Right. Now those are not booze. That's for Zook. That's for Booney Evans. Oh God! I'm, I, did he get? We cover this last week that he got sent down. No, he just got sent down like Friday, I think. Please, for the Tell love me. of God, I don't want to see this for my New Year's present. I want to never see this guy up in a, in a raging uniform again. He is totally useless, and he takes stupid penalties. Ah, anybody. Speaking his of first, Wolves, his first game back, which I think was the was that the Columbus game, or maybe the game before that. I don't know. He was on the ice for like ten seconds. His first game back, and he was taken, and he took a penalty. Can't stand him. No use for him. See, somebody. I saw somebody said. I don't know if it was in our group or another group or someone. He's he's only twenty four. He's still learning, or, no, or he's still growing into his game. And I'm like, no, I think this is I think this is the fully grown Booty Evans right yeah. here. Dylan McElrath was twenty four and he sucked. 
Yeah, it's just, just age doesn't mean anything. You could have, you just suck. You're not an NHL caliber. Sorry. Right. Right. Jen, Jen's right. She said they were calling the game like they were the Vegas announcers. She's always right. Right. They, you know, just come on, man. I want our guys to be announcing for our guys. I want them laughing like that guy on Boston everybody hates, Jack Edwards. I want him going, no. <laughs> the devil's stink. We're rolling over them. Another goal. Oh, Mackenzie Blackwood. Oh, you're garbage. <laughs> like that. So I don't know. Hey, that PK Subban was worth a, worth all that dough for that two goals and three assists he has. Imagine if this was a, the Rangers, people would be losing their shit. Oh, uh, and, and I'd be one of them. I mean, you. I, I think the I think the I think the the rumors about him were right. He's lost a step. He definitely looks a step slower. He's not. Come on, he's he's not. I mean, the guy's not great to begin with. I think he's good, he's but good. he makes a lot of mistakes. He gives the puck away and causes breakaways the other way going for goals. I think he did it against the Rangers, as a matter of fact. I think he did it the other night when he played uh, returned to Nashville, I think. Uh, he stinks. And all, I mean, I, I fell into it. I, I, I thought the Devils were going to be better. They added some guys. Uh, nothing. I, mean, I, 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 I that's what I want to announce this is to to uh, bask in other teams' misery. Look at us, we're young. I got to sit in this broadcast, listen to this broadcast. You know what, Jim? I got to sit in this broadcast and listen to He's how- He's throwing shit now. Listen, how about every team, how the Canadians are young, how the, this team is rebuilding, and they're young. They got a young, young player. We got the youngest team in the league. Right. They'll talk about it. They'll, they'll talk, talk about, about it. the woes. Oh, oh, and then a fucking Columbus game. Oh, I didn't even talk about this. Well, we talked to our our Cam Atkinson. Our oh yeah, our buddy or something, right? Oh, our yeah. good friend or something. Our good friend Cam Atkinson. Fuck Cam Atkinson. I could give a shit if he's living in Dave Maloney's fucking house. Screwing his wife, whatever he's doing in Connecticut. Cam Atkinson is oh. the enemy. <laughs> oh, Joe, he screwed Maloney's wife, our Joe. Our good friend, our good friend, Cam Atkinson. They, they caught Cam in bed with Mrs. Maloney, Joe. Oh, man. I'm Both Mrs. You, Maloney's. He got Don Maloney's wife, too. It's sickening. I could get, didn't Cam Atkinson score against us in that Always. game? And then they yeah, got to talk about have, him yeah. like glowing terms. I could give a shit where a guy lives, where if he lives close to New York or Connecticut, where he's from. I don't care if Sonny Milano's from Massapequa. I don't care. Hey, they're on the opposing team. They're the enemy. <laughs> Those announcers should recognize that. We don't care. I yell, I don't care. You can ask my wife. When I watch the game, I say, I don't care. Call the play. I don't care. Call the play. I don't care. Call the play. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. They feed us this nonsense throughout the game about the other team. I don't want to hear about the woes. We haven't won a Stanley Cup since 1994. 
I need something. I mean, I don't want to hear about the woes of the Canadians. I don't want to hear the Columbus and uh, all their problems and this and that and how that plus minus in the third period. He's obsessed with that. Henry Gold differential in the third period. Apparently, that's the new stat that's going around in his bird brain, going around floating around in his nose. It's terrible. <laughs> I don't want to hear about the other team. Meanwhile, you got Rangers have mystery illnesses for months. They never say anything. I mean, unless Micheletti is in love with a player, which he always falls in love, like Adam Fox, we always praise him. Look at the pass. Look at the pass. When you talk about our players, why don't they talk about the Kravtsov? That fucking dummy. What's wrong with this kid? Is his parents... A- He's got helicopter parents I'm hearing now. He's got his parents are, are very overprotective of him. Uh, I, who, who are we talking about now? Kravtsov. Oh, Kravtsov. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. First of all. I know what's stranger, going on there. Tell let me you. tell you, this, this uh, Russian borscht brain, he comes over there. He leaves the Rangers, okay? And he goes over to Tractor, which is a dumb name anyway. For a hockey team, tractor. Right. Yeah, why don't you just uh, name a team Woodchipper? Or, uh, I don't know, uh, I don't know, Diesel Generator. I mean, it's a stupid name. This team, team Tractor sucks. Rototiller. They, they suck. Why would you leave? Now, I know Hartford, listen. It's not it's not Palm Springs, all right? But it's but, an hour from the big time. Right. You could be now now you now you're banished. Now you're banished. You're over in tractor. You, the team blows. And I hear all oh, well it blew the year when he played there and they still had success. But now the tractor wants to trade him to Rototiller. Right. <laughs> Rototiller. So this kid's gotta be uprooted. And he's going to be traded. He could have just stayed in North America like and toughened it out and well, ate his bones and made some money, some real money, three or four years down the road. But instead, he's over in the Continental Hockey League, which is an abortion of a league. Uh, it's a joke. And now he's all screwed up. He's, he's, I'm hearing his parents. I'm hearing he didn't like the 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 blood pressure thing is still going around. Oh, the Jeff Gordon has reached out to Kraftsoft's agent in hopes of figuring the situation out and hopefully bringing Kraftsoft back to Hartford. And see, this is like what we said when this originally happened. You know, this kid's was eighteen or nineteen years old. They get some. Ba- Somebody's given this kid a lot of bad advice. Yeah. Somebody, I, I refuse to believe that this was his decision solely to leave Hartford, Connecticut, and go to Russia to play. And now, I'm telling you, somebody, somebody else was was pissing in his ear, and now he's over in fucking Kyrgyzstan or one of the stands, Franistan or or Stansabornak or whatever, whatever the hell they're playing, and, and now he's banished. Now he's got to. Now the Rangers got to swoop in and save him. He could have stayed here. He could have <laughs> developed and earned his ice time, like everybody else done. The the, the the annals of hockey, for the most part. 
It's not like he's the number one pick, consensus all number one, and we got to bow down to him. I mean, uh, we waited for the guy. He comes. He don't like what he sees. He thought maybe something's lost in translation. I agree with you. Somebody's in his ear. Some rushy yeah. who doesn't understand the way things go here. Now, I don't know if it's his parents. It's got to be somebody close to him. I wish Stephen Vogel would get on the case, put on his freaking detective hat, and find yeah, out what if, this what guy if, around. Why doesn't Vogel get a goddamn Euro pass and start chasing this kid all around yeah. the fucking Soviet Union and get this kid back to Hartford where he's safe? What good is Vogel doing us right now? Nothing. He's too busy tracking down Leah Sanderson. Get off Leah Sanderson. Get me Kraftsoft back. Speaking Play of with it, you know, tape up this kid's knob, get it nice and big, put one hand on it, and get him over here. Enough of this bullshit. And meanwhile, you don't know this guy's confidence is going to be shot by the time he gets here. Right. If you just follow the process, as they say in Canada. <laughs> Jen said he's running from Google. <laughs> he might be. He's, he's going to wind up playing in an Eskimo league like Theo Fleury to keep on <laughs> that Steve can't fight him. Just kidding. I mean, we'll I, love you, Steve. We'll love I you. understand the All problems right. with coming over a different language. They got enough Russians on the fucking team. Chris Kreider speaks 31 languages. Right. No, it's an adjustment. It's goddamn New York City. Send him to right. Brighton Beach and just go to the games. He could stay Sack. with Tolian. I played on teams when I was a kid. I never talked to anybody. Just it's all hockey. Can he? Can, can he live with? He could live with Tolian. Is that how you say his name? Tolly. Parizan. Anatoly. He could live with him. He's like the most Russian guy we knew. Everybody around. He's like Brezhnev over there. Oh. He could stay with him. Right? Right. Can, totally he, you and I can figure this out. So we can figure this hey, out. The Rangers dropped the ball, too. Uh, they should have had a. Well, they brought in Rutu for freaking Kako. They should have brought in Dominic Hasek for this guy. Or Zubov or something. Trechak. Is he still alive? Trechak. <laughs> We got enough. We got, there's not been enough Russian players in this in this organization over the years. They could have brought somebody in to coddle, coddle this kid and see what needs to off. be. Do it. Yeah, Nemchinov would have been a good one. He was a coach too. What's he doing? Who knows what these guys are doing? But uh, just it's, it's upsetting how they're gonna piss this draft pick away. Hopefully now that he sees that the the sh- the grass isn't greener over and. Mother Russia, boy, right. you think that? Go to that corrupt country, and he comes. To, I mean, listen, you come to the good old America. We try to give you a good chance here, boy. And you spit in our face. I know Hartford is an ideal, but look, look what's happening down there. Wolfpack are winning. Leah Anderson is playing well. Uh, who else is playing well, Jim? Leah Sanderson's playing well down there. Steve Fogarty, Levinny Letary. Oh, please stop bringing up his name. What you asked? Who's playing well? You, you, Letary got it. you don't want to. You don't want to hear the truth. If he's under ten goals, he doesn't deserve airtime. Best, best thing about talking about Levinny Letary is this game. Bye, Jen. You and I like a Vinny. What has he got? 
is anti-Italian. Oh, I'll tell it's you. not anti. It's anti-bum. <laughs> anti-bum. Disgraziata. I'm anti. What's his stats that you want to? Twenty-seven goals, thirty-eight no. assists in eight games. That's his career in the AHL. <laughs> I wish. Not even if that was his career in the NHL, he'd still be here. Vinny Letary. Let's get here. It comes. You ready? Vinny Letary. Nine goals and 11 assists in 25 games. 20 points already. He's a he's a plus four. He's got eight minutes in penalties. He's he's gonna win the he's gonna win the Chandler Bing trophy in the AHL. <laughs> I mean that's just Oh Joe, he's Lou Nanny's grandson, Joe. I don't care if he's uh, <laughs> Luke Monty's grandson, <laughs> Luke Grant's. <laughs> Luke Monty. Dominic the donkey. Dominic the Italian Christmas donkey. You know that uh, my wife says that in the Midwest, they don't even know that song. That, that's really? This is a real East Coast thing. Dominic the donkey. Uh, Jeff Diamond, you ever heard of Dominic the donkey? The song? He is, he is Dominic the donkey. Oh, come on. What? Yeah, so that's that that's where I stand on all that garbage. So uh you got the uh, I don't know, the crowd still thing is all screwed up. Speaking of got you very upset. Because it just it, it was a dumb move by him. And like you said, somebody got in his ear. And I think you got to cultivate these guys. That, you know the situation. <laughs> not like they didn't know he was Russian. They didn't know that he liked to play in the KHL. They really should have just but the see, have enough staff. What I, 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 I told you after they drafted him and they said he was going to play in the KHL for a year. I said it's a bad move. I don't. These guys go to the KHL and nothing good happens. It's a they disappear. It, it, it's, it's just that's why you draft these guys. I want them playing in, in somewhere in North America. Once once they're drafted, once the Rangers go to the podium and say their name, the the Rangers should be in one in total control. Either you go to college, or you go to, or you go to Hartford, or you, or you, you got to be in the North American continent. None of this, no more of this bullshit. You go to Russia. Exactly. I'm sick of drafting the Russians now. You know me. I love the Russians, the mystique of the Russians, but now I, I'm done with it. You go Man, all the way back to Vaclav Nedimansky. Well, he wasn't Russian, but <laughs> he wasn't. No, he what was. was uh, Might have been a Slovak. No, back then it was all the same. It was all the same back then. Uh, Chechnya. So it was Chechnyan? Czechoslovakian back Slovak. in the day. So they called right. Slovak. Right. All right. All now, it is. And speaking of other messes in Ranger, you see this Barry Beck post? I did. I read that the, I read that yesterday. Um, well, there was. I guess there was... There were two posts, I think. There was one. Um, I think there was one that he spoke to Mark Pavlich's family, and then he posted, I think, today that he actually spoke to Mark Pavlich. Yeah, like an hour. 
Yes. Now, Very, we really haven't touched on this. It's a serious subject. I mean, uh, coming off a comedic rant uh, that me and you just both did. Uh, right. But uh, switching gears, you know, mental illness is no joke. I mean, you know, I make joke about it on this show, but it certainly isn't when it happens and uh, you you retreat from the world and you don't uh, you're unable to cope with the day-to-day living that this cruel world affords us. So apparently uh, uh, Pav has gotten some problems, uh, some legal problems, and he was deemed by the court as being unfit for trial because of mental illness, and he's at some facility, right, Jim? Yes. Uh, And uh, Barry Beck shared a... uh, Post with the people who follow him on Facebook. And Let me about- see if I can if I can pull it up. We can we can post it up here. Hang on, uh, Barry Beck. There you are. Let's see. Let's see. I don't know. If, well, I can read it if you want. Yeah, you can read it, and I'll. Uh- uh, I spoke I spoke with Mark Pavlich yesterday, who's been detained in a psychiatric facility outside of Minneapolis. We spoke for over an hour on a communal phone. I first told him, I miss you, Pav, before carrying on with our conversation. I then asked him if, if it's like one flew over the cuckoo's nest. He laughed and said, well, it can be at times. Uh, I asked him which character he was. He said, Jack Nicholson. And I said, no, you're Danny DeVito. We had a big laugh. Just to put a smile on his face, the conversation was lighthearted in the beginning, and over the next 90 minutes, we discussed his case. He sounded better than I thought he would, and I think it was good for him to talk to an old friend. The reality is he could be on the move again, once again, to another facility. We did talk about the nuts and bolts of his case. That I will discuss with his sister, Jean. I was I was talking not to some deranged criminal. He was coherent and seemed to have his wits about him. He does understand the seriousness of his case, but he was... But was he rip- misrepresented in the court hearings? Right now, he has to go along with the program, and it could take some time. I told him you have a lot of support on the outside from around the world, especially former Olympic and Ranger teammates. Then you have the fans. Ranger fans miss you and wish you the best in your recovery. He wanted to say thank you for everyone's support. Uh, that's that's the, the base, the, yeah. most of it. Well, then Beck goes on to say... Uh... You know, that he, he kind of said, you know, that kind of threw him, uh, like, you know, something to hope for. He says, you know, we should build a ranch for both players and animals that suffer daily, bring them together, help in both recovery. Uh, he liked that idea, and he wants to be involved. Uh, so I guess he threw him that. So it doesn't sound to me, I mean, if we go by what Barry Beck says, that – what those pictures, you know, when we saw that were on the internet, like he looked real, like deranged. Right. Not like anybody looks good in like a their mug shot, but uh, he was certainly the, the, he looked kind of crazed. But apparently, to Barry, he's okay as far as his wits. But it's hard to tell. You know, uh, it's, uh, to me, over the phone doesn't really show you much. You could have a, you could have, you know an hour, two hours of good time and be off the walls for the rest of the day. But it's good to hear that 
he's getting treated even though he's detained. But right. I don't know what I really don't even know the specifics of the case. What did he attack somebody or something? <clears throat> uh yeah, his neighbor. Um Who gets along with their neighbors? Well, apparently not him, but I I think it was a little more than just uh arguing over the garden hose. Oh, okay. Um, he was charged. He was arrested in August and charged with beating a friend with a metal pole. Yeesh. Uh, the order took into account reports from two clinical psychologists who found Pavlich had post-traumatic stress disorder, delusions, paranoia, and other conditions likely related to head injuries. That's the reality, and I don't know. I'm glad that Barry Beck is you know, is is reaching out to him. Uh, so maybe this can get resolved, but these guys don't really have, I'm sure Mark is not, he doesn't have a lot of money. Uh, he's been a recluse ever since he retired. He's been like, really, wasn't he when they, uh, I don't know if he showed up. There was some event that he didn't show up to. Was it like the Olympics anniversary of that? Yeah, I think what. Yeah, when they all got together. Uh... Yeah. So uh, it's it's a sad situation, and I hope he gets some help, and you know, I hope he gets out of jail. But I guess that's the best place for him to, is to be in a facility where I don't know if it's jail or he's in some kind of you know mental facility. I'm not sure, but I don't. And PTSD is a rough thing, you know? Yeah, and from what I understand, his wife passed away. Uh, she was only 44. She fell from the – she fell She fell at their home or something like that off the balcony. And apparently after she died, he really um, – Became more despondent, I guess. He really like, went, he really went downhill. a lot of people, especially when they're sure. uh, not public people and they really – I mean, I'll spend the majority of the time with their spouse. You lose that. You lose your lifeline. So, Right. So I hope he gets better real quick, man. He was one of my favorite players. <coughs> Worked hard every shift. He was, never took a shift off. He produced. He was a small guy that uh, people just took for granted, and he, he schooled a lot of people, a lot of players, embarrassed a lot of players. Yep. So – he was another. He was another guy run out of town by by Ted Sater. Yeah, not a very good Ranger coach. He took a lot of our beloved Rangers and just big Pierre Larouche too got uh, ousted. Yeah, Larouche wound up getting sent to the Hershey Bears. Yes, when Sater was the coach. Yeah, he was. A- but they did get to the they did get to the conference final in the playoffs. But that was because of Van Beesbrook mostly. Right. Yes. They had a hard-working team. That yeah. team worked really hard, but it was – you want to talk about a snore fest offensively. It was like Mike Ridley with his 18 goals, <laughs> Kelly Miller. Now, they worked hard, but uh, he was not a good guy. Like, he was – I think Torch was grumpy. That guy was a real bastard. So, uh, yeah, that goes. So, best wishes, thoughts, and prayers, all that stuff going up to Mark Pavlich. We love you, Mark. Get better. If you're watching this video, man, you can do it. You can do it. I'm glad that Barry Beck 
You think somebody say you think Rum Gresh is calling him? Rum's calling the liquor store. <laughs> think Kotze's calling him? Oh, big boy. No, nobody's calling him. Bayabek's a real man. Real ranger. Anyway, enough of that. So, uh, where do you want to go from that lovely story? The the Rangers' leading scorer in that season was uh, Mike Ridley with 65 points. The leading goal scorer was Tomas Sandstrom with 25 points. That's 25 goals, yes. 25 goals, sorry, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. That was boring. 25 goals is your leading goal scorer? That's terrible. And they made the playoffs and and lost to Patrick Wah. Yes. I think Wah in his first season. Yep. And Wah was outstanding. As a matter of fact, half that series, I think they called him Roy because they didn't know how to say his name. But, uh, and at that time, it's funny because, you know, I've been, uh, I'm wrong a lot. I mean, I, and I'm like, where do these Canadians come with these fluky goalies that play good in the playoffs? Like Steve Penny. I go, then that Steve Penny played great in one playoff, and then you never heard of him. I go, here's another guy. This guy, Roy. Who ever heard of him? Right. He's going to play one good playoff. We're never going to hear from him again. Meanwhile, he's like the greatest goalie of all time. Uh, I saw these stats of the uh, most wins by uh, a goaltender the other day. I see that Henrik Baba Shampoo, as he's known around here, is trailing Ed Belfour. Now, I didn't get in how many games it was. I put this to question to you and the rest of the underground. Will Baba Shampooie, the grand exalted king of resting bitch face on the bench, Catch Eddie the Eagle Belfour in wins. What's your answer? Go. Yes. What's the number? There isn't it. Uh, they're about forty-five wins apart, aren't they? Something like that. All right, so forty-five wins. You, you think he's going to do it in the Rangers, a Ranger uniform? No. No. He will. <clears throat> no, he's going to sign with somebody. After his contract, I don't. He's uh, he'll be done with the Rangers when his contract expires. Forty-year-old goalie. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I I do believe that. Maybe he'll be on an expansion team. Maybe be on Seattle. That's next year, though, right? Is that expansion draft at the end of this year, or when's that coming? Uh, the end of this season. All right, I have. Uh, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. I have um, I have something that you requested a couple weeks ago, and I couldn't Ooh. find it. And now I found it. Oh. Hold on a second. I just have to. I'm already excited. Are you? Are yeah. you really? Yes. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just see if I can. I don't know how well this is going to, how well you, hopefully you'll be able to see this, but here we go. I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave. Oh, Hold on. Can I do this? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> what does that say? Oh, this was 
I'm too sexy for your party. Too sexy for your party. The way I'm disco dancing. <laughs> That's the best one. And I do my little turn on the catwalk. On the catwalk, yeah. I do my little turn on the catwalk. So if your lips are wet and ready to go, hold on. My car, too sexy by far. I'm too sexy for my hat. Too sexy for my hat. What do you think about that? I'm a model. You know what I mean? And I do my little turn on the catwalk. I'm a catwalk. There you have it. Oh my god! There you have it. I should I should go back and and update that, making uh, intersperse some of those Instagram photos I was sending. <laughs> I was showing you. <laughs> oh my god! The great Pauly D. So if your I'm... lips are wet and ready to go, hold on. Man, it never gets old. No, it really doesn't. Strap your chain, strap the bed, strap this, strap it all, because we're getting wrecked. <laughs> Who took those photos? Like, Katsi. I would laugh. <laughs> Katsi took them. I know, I know, I know. Paulie's got me out there with the camera, taking those pictures at the zoo. He's changing his, changing his jersey, break out the hoses. I had to water him down. I should do a mock like that. <laughs> oh, man, that's so bad. How you have that floating still on the Internet, man? I would have taken that down long ago. It's it's on my it's on my YouTube. And I uh, you looked it I, up in your history there. Well, what happened like was five years. I couldn't find it. Hold on. I couldn't find it because I'd I'd made it private so that you, nobody can see it. And then when I and then I found it on my phone and I had to publish it so that I could show you guys just now. And uh and now I'm gonna make it private again and hide it again. Yeah, I don't think that That's a uh, hidden gem. That's just that's just for us. That's just for us. I that's don't right. think Paulie would do the show because he's part of that whole Ron Greshner cult. Rum Greshner cult, rather, and that uh, it would be a disrespect to Don Rum Greshner if he were to come on to a show that was co-hosted by myself, a man who dared to have different political views, right? And, and a, another uh, Ranger athlete that they all fucking suck his knob, his well-taped knob of Rum Greshner on Rum Greshner, so. That's that's fine with me, but 
we still have the dirt on him. We have the audio. We have the video that will last forever until he takes it down. I right. might have to actually. I might actually send me that link when you get. And I'm actually, I'll grab it so we'll have it posterity. Even like YouTube uh, gets sold to the Japanese or something. <laughs> we'll always have that video <laughs> to show. Oh boy. So uh, what else we got, Robin? Anything else? Uh. We got Costa waiting. Uh, let me put the link in the uh, in the chat here if anybody wants to. Uh... Did you get a chance to watch the game that I posted in the Undergrounders? Uh, I did not actually. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's got the to. Rangers and Canucks. I don't know what year was it. Was it nineteen eighty two? I think or eighty three. Um, Rangers played the Canucks, um, and the story that goes along with this is that. I went to the Bill Chadwick show the night of that game. Uh, Bill Chadwick used to have a show out here on Long Island uh, from Cablevision, and his studio was there. And um, me and my friend, my friend Victor, went to the show. I forget who the guest was. I think it might have been Dave Schultz or something. And after the game, after the show, me and Bill and me, Vic and Bill. I, I said, you know, I was a kid, you know, I was like uh, probably like 17 or 18. And I said, Bill, you know, I think you're the greatest. My dad and I met you on the escalator at MSG. My dad shook your hand with his glove and he, he kept the glove. <laughs> this is like the, the dad loved the big whistle. I'm like, oh, you know, we really love you. And he goes, well, when you're coming to back, we'll watch the sum of the game. I'll tell you about how things work. He takes us back and Begins to fondle me, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> put his hand down my pants gently. He puts the head. Stay still, Eddie. It'll be over quickly. Eddie, stop squirming. It'll be over quickly. <laughs> Millie, I'm bringing Eddie home tonight. <laughs> so, Eddie, Millie, there's is this TV studio, full bone TV studio. He takes us, and we're wa- watching the Rangers on the monitors there. And Esposito's going on about some something. He goes, you know what? Esposito doesn't know his ass from a hole in the wall. Now, I'm 17. I haven't seen any adults really talk like this except for, like, my close family. Right. And I'm just like, I start bursting out laughing because he said ass and a hole in the wall. I think this is great. Anyway, this game, the Rangers play against the Canucks features. Again, if you're... For Patreon, you get to see these old games. You get to see Jim's recaps every night, this guy. But in this game, uh, it's it's got some Mike Rogers action. Mike Rogers gets a, a, a nice goal. We've got uh, uh, the appearance of the, one of the greatest names in hockey ever, Goff Butcher. Uh, so if you subscribe to Patreon, you get to watch these games. You can't find them anywhere. There is no way you can see them. These are from my personal collection. So if you sign up for Patreon, you're privy to these. They're unlisted on YouTube. They're posted to YouTube, but you can't find them. You put Rangers Canucks, 1982, whatever it is, you're not going to see shit. I don't oh. wait to see speaking of, uh, speaking of uh, old-timey players, you know, we had the discussion about my about – my jersey, my Christmas present. Oh yeah, yeah. It's on order. Wow. It's coming. Here was the winner. There it is. Let's see it. 
That's who I want. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good, Sam. Oh, I love it. It brings back good memories. Yeah. What a terrific player for the Rangers. Certainly, he was not the guy that they thought he was coming from the WHA, but he was so solid, (laughs) so good, Uh, just terrific. And Nielsen would have been the same had he been able to stay healthy here. Uh, Not superstars, but excellent players. And they had been around for a while, too. They weren't like young no, they were 21 when they came here. No, they were 20, 20, late 20s when they came to the Rangers. And right. Hedberg had Hedberg had 430 goal seasons. Oh, and two, good. 220 goal seasons. And then I think I think he had back injury that caught up with him. Uh, yeah. And he wound up retiring. He was only 33 when he retired. But 172 goals as a Ranger, 236 goals with the Winnipeg Jets. My yeah, jer- no, it's not autographed. The picture, that's just a picture I found on the internet, and that one's autographed. Yeah, well, well, let's talk to Alfie. Maybe you can get Anders to sign it. I don't want Anders. You don't want him signed? Yeah, you don't like signing? No, because then I won't wear it. I wear my McDonough jersey it's signed. Do you? Yeah, I wouldn't wear it. I'm not an autograph guy. Yeah, I'm not really either. I'm a picture guy. I just had the McDonough jersey, and the signing was close. Right. Relatively close. So... Um, I'll never forget my father showing me there was a when the Rangers were in the finals against Montreal, there was a picture in the in uh, probably the Daily News because that's what my father read every day. There was a picture in the Daily News of Anders Hedberg on the team flight, either from Montreal or to Montreal, and he'd fallen asleep, and they did a whipped cream like Uh ice cream thing on his head. I just remember my father showing it to me because he knew I was a I was a headberg guy. I think that's an excellent joy jer- joysy jersey choice. Um yeah I remember there was a picture of Carol Vatney smoking a big stogie in the locker room with his shirt off. That might have been in the post or something. <laughs> the just going to the cup or something like that. But the late Carol Vatney, uh, hey, listen the Hedberg again yeah, those guys retired real early. Yeah, I think they had yeah. a lot of miles on them. I really do. They had a lot of injuries, <laughs> and uh, it was. Uh, Anders Hedberg was a solid Ranger. There's a lot of Rangers who could say that, you know, that was solid, and he was tough. Like, you know, he wasn't going to drop the Dukes, but a lot of those guys got tested early. You know, he wasn't going to throw the Dukes, but they were tested because they were from Sweden. They were foreigners. They thought they couldn't hack it. That they could intimidate them. Right. And uh, at a time where there weren't a lot of Swedish players in the league. No, there weren't a lot of quote unquote foreigners. Europeans. Europeans, yeah. other countries. They were they were night in and night out subjected to st- stuff that's not even legal anymore. Right. And, uh, back in a day where you could slash, hack, and listen, you got a bunch of Canadian referees. Who you think they're gonna side with? The newcomers from another land that's stealing Canadian boys' jobs? Or uh, the the Canadian guy just whacked Anders Hedberg over the, you know, the backside or the kneecaps. It withstood a lot of stuff and paved the way for what hockey is today. And, you know, they're not recognized, I don't think, as much. Uh, I think a lot of times uh, the hockey people tend to say, oh, the Euros ruined, ruined the game. They didn't ruin the game. 
I certainly didn't ruin it. They made this game what it was. The thing is, is that uh, Gary Bettman ruined this game. Uh, it was doing very well until Bettman took over. But I don't want to go into a rant about that. I think everybody in the hockey world is unified and hating Gary Bettman. You ever see anybody say Gary Bettman's doing a good job? I've heard a few people that, that yeah. would take his side in argument. And from a business standpoint, if you're a businessman you think with business interest in the game, then, yeah, he's made you a lot of money. But I think from a fan standpoint, no. I mean, I think if you ask the owners, I think he's extremely popular with the owners. He keeps getting this uh, expansion money. Right. Uh, Expansion money. They've got national TV contracts, uh, you know, that they that they really didn't have much of before. So I think from a business person's standpoint, sure. I think they love him. Why do you think? I mean, there's a reason why he's been at the job 30. It's it's got to be almost 30 years, right? Yeah, because he was he was commissioner when the Rangers won the cup. Trying to think uh, who was before him. Ziegler. Was it Ziegler? I don't remember anybody in between. I think it was Ziegler. Yeah. Yeah, Ziegler was not very good. John Ziegler, wow. Batman's been around that long. John Ziegler was his last guy. Well, now, I think the, the NHL was on the Outdoor Life Network coming out of the lockout. And that's because that's because hockey was, I mean, hockey was in a lot of trouble. They went in that lockout and yeah, that hockey got forgotten about. Nobody did. wanted anything to do with hockey. It I mean, they were lucky they the found wall. they were lucky they found a contract with anybody. And then the Outdoor Life Network became versus thanks to hockey, and then and then eventually became you know turned Gil into. Stein. I don't remember Gil Stein. NBC Sports. Gil Stein. Gil Stein who ran for president last year. Gil Stein, I don't even remember him. He wasn't. He wasn't around long. I don't think. Maybe. I don't know. Gil Stein, Michael. I don't even remember him. This is what Bettman is. Uh... But yeah, like Jim said, hockey was rolling. Like ESPN hockey. Remember with Gary Thorne <laughs> and uh, Melrose and all those guys. Huh? It was the Rangers won the cup, and then. Messier says, oh, there's no way there's going to be a lockout. Nah, blah, blah, lockout. And then, like Jim said, forgotten about. I mean, when they when they canceled the, the season that got canceled, hockey got forgotten about. I mean, we went we went a year without hockey, right? And we, we lost an entire season, right? Yeah. The 2003-04 season, right? Yeah. It's been so long ago now that I, I can't remember, but... I mean, nobody wanted anything to do with hockey when they came back. They've been gone for a year, and, and you know, life went on. <laughs> yeah, the right, other sports, it doesn't get talked about on the national front and doesn't get talked on the local radios. I was like, yeah, and I'm playing, huh? so what? Speaking about the local scene, Jim, I don't know if you're following the local sports radio scene. Of course. So this Chris Carlin got uh, canned by WFAN. Right, thanks to Francesa. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing, too. Uh, Eli is on the field, ladies and gentlemen. Oh! Here we go. Here we go. The comeback kid is back. Yep, yep, yep. Um, now, Chris Carlin, who I uh, I have met, 
And I did have like a kind of a a not so great feeling when I met him. I don't know if I've told you this story. No, no. Well, my friend Phil, uh, he had like he's one of these weekend warrior backyard guys, and he built a replica, a wiffle ball field, a replica of the green monster in his backyard. Dugouts, fake ivy, everything. I mean, it took him two years to build this thing. So FAN had a contest. Who is the most, uh, like, uh, like whose husband or something is the craziest sports fan, the most, you know, backyard warrior or something? Right. So FAN came down and he won the contest. FAN came down and threw a barbecue for him and all his friends, and I was invited, and I met Chris Carlin there. Now, I didn't really know who Chris Carlin was at that time. He was the producer for Mike and the Mad Dog, right? Right. That's it. right. And I would hear him occasionally. I see this chubby little bald guy. And I, you know, I thought they, they like like it was on a Saturday, so you know it wasn't like anybody important. Because, you know, that guy throws some a real guy down there on a weekend. So they, they threw some, you know, the FAN fan patrol was down there or whatever. Right. So he's like, uh, does anybody want to go on the radio? Now, come on. Uh, if anybody wants to go on the radio, it's going to be me. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm ham. I'm a total ham. Plus, my friends are all egging me on. Right. And he says, do you, uh, your friends say that you do a good Bob Murphy impersonation. My Murphy is okay. It was better when I was younger because I used to hear him all the time. Right. So, so uh, get me on the air. He says, all right, I want you to do your best Bob Murphy. And I go, all right. And there's a phone caller on to, uh, too. He says, all right, we got a guy here. And and I go, uh, I'm not going to do the invitation now because I feel like uh, – but I, I say something, uh, you know, like Murphy-like, which you did say – uh, the Panamanian speedster Omar Marino, right? And Carlin goes, "Well, you better not quit your day job." Now, all my friends thought it was fine, but Carlin, for some reason, slammed me, and him and the caller had some kind of you know chuckle over what they thought was a bad impersonation. It might have been bad. I don't know. I think it sounds to me more like he was just setting you up for the. For the fall there. He was setting you up for a joke to make himself look funny. You know what I mean? Right. You know, I was like... The he wanted you to come on and be the, the foible. The foible. Is that, right. The, is that the right word? The foible? Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the comic foil or whatever, whatever. Yes, I know what you're trying to say. So, and I don't like him as an announcer. He's always yelling and he's like, there's an echo and I, I don't get him. I don't get the appeal and I think Francesca didn't like him Colin said behind his back when Francesca uh, initially retired. Now this right. idiot's retiring again. Right. Because it's which, which makes that's the longest running program in New York sports. <laughs> and his stupid app failed so bad. Remember when he came back? This is a game changer. Uh, right. Game changer. We're, we're coming out with a game changer. Meanwhile, the app failed so bad it had to be bought out by their parent company that actually employs him. So, sayonara Francesa, sayonara Chris Carlin, 
I don't know that Bart Maggie. I don't know if that's going to stay around. Uh, but Carlin's going to ESPN, isn't he? I think so. He was he was with Michael K. Talking to him, but Carlin really to me it doesn't do it doesn't do anything for me. I got enough screamers over there with Stephen A. Smith yelling about basketball for fucking two hours a day. But I like to listen to what others going on. You know, I like sports radio. I like, you know, I, I like to listen to it. I don't like. And one thing that they do that that kind of pisses me off. It doesn't piss me off. I think it's like the mic drops are too much now. With the, with the not the mic drop the drops they do with the audio clips in the middle of everything. They got that from like Howard, and it doesn't really work in sports radio. I know we do our fair share. And we certainly did a lot on the blog talk one, but not every second. It just gets bogged down in those drops. Oh, but that's my take. That's, uh, that's my Phil Mushnick minute there, right there. You got on New York <laughs> Sports Radio. And I really think I we I I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to get Boomer on the show because Boomer really is a hockey fan. Yeah, he is. And I think he would enjoy this show. Because it's it's a show that uh, you know we joke around and uh, we know our stuff, right? You know, well, he's got those Schmendricks he's working with. They don't know nothing about hockey. Let's talk about fucking Nets basketball. And just to switch to one little last topic, the fucking Knicks are a shambles. Wow! Yeah, I mean, a- the Knicks are. Did you see what they uh, – I mean, they fired the coach, but did you hear, like, the circumstances? No, they didn't even have a a, a, release, a, a press conference and they fired the coach. Why? Well, well they let the coach – the coach came, I guess, to their practice facility. You know, we're going to get ready for the game. Ran right? practice. Was, they, they had pictures of him just kind of, like, goofing around with the GM during the practice. He ran practice, and then practice was over. They sent all the players home, and then they fired him. that and- nice? Nice, huh? And they've never given a reason why. They, now, listen, we all know he's fired. They're freaking eight and you know twenty-four, or whatever they are. Right. I don't even think they're that good. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> eight and thirty-two, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, but it's like that's why. Be thankful that Dolan doesn't care about the Rangers because nobody wants to come to the Knicks. They got they got money to spend and nobody wants to come and they are an abomination. They may be the worst franchise in sports today. They make the Islanders look competent. And if you're a Nick fan, I don't know why you're a Nick fan. I really don't. Right. I have no idea. I mean, they so and then when I heard it today, they didn't even Ball. What what franchise doesn't say the reason we let him go? You know, uh, just I don't know. So that's uh, that's my take on sports radio roundup. I Phil Musnick bit. All right, Wanna talk to Costa. Yeah, let's talk to Costa and get the fuck out of here. Now we got Cutsy waiting too. Uh, okay, we'll talk to those two. We'll bring Costa in first. Hey, what's up? Hey. What are you doing? Organizing your CD collection? Yeah, I'm taking apart. I'm taking apart for his cassettes. Taking apart a hard drive. Uh, Def Leppard, Pyromania, Van Halen, 1984, 
till Tuesday, till Tuesday. Oingo boingo. What? He's naming all your CDs. I'm naming oh. off your cassettes. It's not, no, it's not a CD. It's a fucking a hard drive. I just took the, took it apart. We were kidding. We were kidding. I know. Oh. I know. I know. Anyway. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Now, what's your thoughts? I I wrote on on the on Facebook about um Kratzoff. Maybe it's time to we entertain uh some office for this guy. No. Why? What are you gonna get for him? Got to rehabilitate him. Got to make. We're gonna bring him back. Everything's gonna be fine. Uh, Gordon's gonna take uh, care of this. From your lips to God's ears, um, Jim. We're gonna take him to see meet some boys in New Jersey. Straighten them out. Gordon's gonna grab him by the shirt, smack him across the face. You can act like a man. And then we bring him. And then we bring him yeah. over. Nobody knows guys to wake him up. Uh, yeah. you know, sp- speaking of Italians, tape up his knob. Um, do you think we should um maybe wave McKay and Haley to bring up your boy, your paisan? Terry? Yeah, McKay's better than Terry. That ain't yeah. saying much. McKay gives you a little bit of jam. He's, he's doing a lot. Well, Terry's a I'm, 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 I'm trying to. I'm I'm humoring. Jim? Um, Jim over here. You're gonna spy on. Yeah, he just he likes playing the music. That's all. Right. It's a good tune. Yes, yeah. it's a good tune. But we can play for D'Angelo. You don't have to play it for Terry. Tony D. <laughs> Imagine he got like every time he gets a goal, they played that at the garden. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> That'd be That's awesome. the kind of garden I want. Right. That place is a fucking tomb. Oh, well. Hey, hey, you know, hey, they, they don't care. Hey. <laughs> Here we go. Here you go. Here, Here it comes. Here it comes. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, they, that, the Knicks are worth $5 billion. Like they give a hard money. Like they give a fuck. They're getting that money. The Knicks are still, from what I understand, the Knicks are still sold out every night, too. Yeah, it's still drawing eighteen thousand. Because it's all fucking suits and fucking tourists. Who can give a fuck about basketball? Good fuck them. What tourist? What tourist is coming into New York to go go to see the fucking Knicks? You'd be surprised. Uh, You really think you really think people are getting off a plane from England and saying, "Let's go see, let's go to see a basketball game." See that team that loses in New York. Why don't we go to Brooklyn instead? It's where all well, the hits so are. Sold out. Who, who's buying these fucking tickets? Suits? All suits? No, I don't know. People in the city are crazy about basketball. They'll watch the other team. They just want to see basketball. I think that's predominantly the people who pay. Unlike yeah, hockey, which you know isn't a city sport. So, uh, what saying, so what you're saying is people will watch basketball not because they're Knicks fans. Yeah. I mean, they might be Knicks fans, but they're they're going in to watch basketball of any sort. I mean, the Knicks are bereft of any stars. Uh, I don't blame anybody. If I'm a player, I ain't coming that fucking team. I don't give a fuck. I want to win. It's so bad over there. Championship. They got to pay guys on one year contracts just to greet the south of the uh, the what, basement. What's a cap floor rather? They've got to go side guys like for thirty-two million dollars for one year. 
because they can't get anybody to play with that place. And it's and, you know, it's a shame because when the Rangers and and um, Knicks are doing well, which has been so rare, but when they are, there is a buzz around Madison Square Garden that is palpable. Yeah. But it's been so long since the Knicks were relevant in any capacity. That really, it goes back to the Stanley Cup year, really. The, the yep, exactly. That's about yeah, it. Well, they had a run. They had a run in the late or around 2000, somewhere in that. Or Marcus Camby, Latrell Sprewell. Yes. I, yeah, there, I, somebody, I, I think it was the guy in the post said that when, when the Knicks had that run, that they were the biggest thing in the city. They were bigger than the Yankees. I don't, I don't know if I'd agree with that, but they, it was a big deal. I can tell you that. It was a really, really big deal. Uh, there was a stat that they, somebody was really off that the Knicks have, haven't have won as many playoff games as home games that they won when they went to the finals that year in 94. They won, won more home games when they went to the finals that whole entire playoff they haven't won in total since then which hmm. could be true i mean uh, it shows you that's and it, dolan owns both of them but they say dolan is not selling madison square garden what's not why would he if hey if hey, if, he, if he can lose and make money fuck the problem right I, I don't think this guy is wants to be affiliated with a loser I mean, that's yeah. the thing. I mean, yeah, he wants this. He wants this. He wants the Knicks this. so bad. Why would you want to be associated with being the owner? You don't care. Have you ever seen this guy? He's a fucking sourpuss. Every time you see him on the freaking in the freaking in the freaking front row, he's a fucking sourpuss. You don't see him at the Ranger games. Yeah, I, I wonder why. Never. Maybe, maybe up in the fucking in the fucking um. Sweets up there, the boxes, yeah. But when, he, when he's in he's at the next, he's front fucking row with that fucking that soul post look on his fucking face. And, wow. and, and and this guy's a as such a friggin' um, what they call friggin' um, uh, he's, he's a friggin' uh, he's fucking always triggered and all this, shit, you know, dude, shut your mouth, take your medicine like a big boy, then go home and cut all your fish nails. Would you ever go see his band? Yeah, and heckle them. <laughs> and then get let out and be like, Attica! 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 I would love to see if Colson, you got banned from the garden. You'd be on that list with all those superstars. You and Anthony Mason. <laughs> Charles Oakley. Charles Oakley. He died. Didn't he, didn't he die, Anthony Mason? Anthony yes. Mason? Yeah, he's dead, right? Oh. Kidney. Kidney failure bad. or something like that? That guy was a tough ombre, man. He's a bastard. He's dead, huh? I just liked him because he showed up at Ranger games in the jersey and the fake. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know Anthony Mason died. Yeah, 2015. Yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll be there when somebody dies. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. We know. To pay my respects. Yeah, that whole fucking bit, you know. Well, <laughs> all right. Anything else, Costa? Else, uh, like, I, like I mentioned, um, what is that on your shirt? Is that was that Phil Jim Silver? Cornette. Jim Cornette. Oh, yeah, Jim Cornette, baby. Um, you, um, I think I think we should trade. Fuck. I mean, I know this is a little sacrilege. I mean, this guy is hot. Is fucking white hot. 
His value, his values is fucking hot, is high. See if he can trade Jor- Gorgiev. We need a not decent haul for that guy. And then, and then, do what? Turn over the goaltending to a to a guy that's never played a game in the NHL. Uh, well, Coast is not entirely wrong. I, I mean, I now, mean, Toronto's these goalie badly, but the problem is they don't really have much to offer. Because once Benoit Benoit Olaire leaves the picture, Georgiev's going to become Anthony Ranto or Cam Talbot. That's my hope. That's what I believe. So he does have high. He has, you know, but I don't know, man. Henrik is not good. You're gonna roll. Henrik, with is, no, Henrik is old. He's no he's good, and he's old. He's old. I don't care what the excuse is. He's an eight nine nine save percentage, whatever he's got. Can't roll with that for the rest of the year. And jerk in the czar. Well, let me ask you this question. Ask me. Do you do you ride this guy until <laughs> do you ride this guy until like 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 you said there's he's only has like three games he has three games until he he's um he can he 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 live. He can't be waved. he'll be waved and can be picked up he can't yeah, be that's what I'm saying. do you send him down for a cup for um uh, a while and bring up uh the czar what we got we play him. Pussy hockey here. We afraid he's gonna get claimed. You ride the guy. You ride. You ride. You ride. Ben uh, Hank sits on the bench. He doesn't play. Georgia forever. Georgia fucking die. You ride a diamond. You hope. Uh, you hope uh, the Swedes you know, get dead. You know, wink, wink. Then you hurt. You put him on IR. Then you bring Shesterkin up. Then uh, exactly. And then what that happens? Maybe uh, Sean can uh, um, tune him up a little bit, you know. What yeah, I'm exactly. You know, and then what happens is after a year, <laughs> the, Al- the albatross known as Henrik Lundqvist and that goddamn salary and that forty-year-old body and that forty-year-old head who is out of the picture. You got Georgiev and Shesterkin. We just got to be patient. Now. Do I think it's out of the realm that they're going to trade Georgiev? No, I don't think it's out of the realm. Oh, what happened? What? What happened? You froze a little bit. Oh, I froze a little bit? Well, I'm unfrozen. A little bit, a little bit. bit. So uh, I'm just saying I think it's within the realm. I don't think – what are the Rangers going to get for Georgiev that's going to change everything? More picks? I'm sick of more picks. They better not pick a Russian anymore. I'm sick of the Russians. Exactly. What are picks doing? It's the guy who went back to Tractor. Tractor, give me a break. What are you gonna trade up the dishwasher and uh, and uh, stupid ass? I'm not talking about crafts off anymore. So, uh, yeah, that's my thoughts. Thank you. What are you about? What do you think, Jim? I, I, I said my thoughts, I said my piece at the beginning of the show. All right, they, they got to figure out what they're gonna do with your give. Either you're gonna, either you're gonna play them. I don't know how long I don't know how long Shesterkin's going to be happy in, in Hartford. Happy so, in Hartford. that's well, well, I you mean, know what I, I mean. I, I, I don't, you know, he's I, all, he's. I think the team's winning. He'll be okay. I mean, I'm not. I don't think. I don't think. Um, Georgiev's going to take the demotion as an insult. I don't think so. 
What? He should if he's a professional. He's out playing the other guy. Why is he getting sent down? Because uh, they got a young, bright stud. No, you play this guy. You play him till the trading deadline. So his value goes up, 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 up. You don't have to wave him. Just jerking is all not right. Let's, let's, all right. Let's 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 play a little. Let's play a little crystal ball. All right. Trade deadline. What if and if he keeps playing the way he's playing, trade deadline comes. What do you think he's worth? A one? They're not getting a one. I mean, I they got a two for Talbot. The second round pick. They got a one for Ronta, but they had to that there were other pieces in that in that trade. It was Ronta and Stepan for the for the one and Tony D'Angelo, right? Talbot. You remember when Talbot played for Hank when when Hank was hurt? And played yeah. what thirty five games, or and he was really, really. Yeah, that didn't he have a thirteen game winning streak yeah. or something like that? Or he went sixteen zero and one, something ridiculous. Georgiev is not at Cam Talbot level, cell level right now. I mean, let's not, you know, Georgiev got blown out like five games ago, he gave up like eight goals, or whatever that was. I'm not saying it was his fault, and 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 none of put together thing. something real, real strong. The, this team. Needs to fucking hit the guy with the fucking kitchen sink. Enough. I mean, we got we've been lucky the last few games with with very few shots on goal, and and the and this and and comrade George over here, <laughs> this guy's been he's still on his fucking head. Well, uh, you're lucky with shots on goal. The Rangers are getting terribly outshot every well, game. Yeah but, yeah, but I'm saying. But the guy is, but Georgie has been sitting on his head. What you, so what you're saying is you want the Rangers to start laying out people in front of that net? No, start hitting, hitting the fucking goalie with the kitchen sink. Oh, you're hitting the opposing goalie. With the yeah, kitchen. what do you think? I mean, well, that's called interference, goalie I mean, interference, and you get penalties for that. No, I'm just, no, look, Kako, <laughs> Kako needs to start just teeing the fuck off, you know. If it hits an ankle, fuck him. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I think the Rangers do a pretty good job of screening the goalie, but as far as uh, taking out the goalie, I'm not saying I'm not saying that. Then what are you saying? saying? I mean, shoot the puck, shoot the puck. Oh, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Off yeah. On this guy hit the freaking hit. Get where's our think... game? Where's our shoot the puck, Barry? Exactly. Barry, shoot I the don't puck. know if it's legal in the CBA agreement, but they should be fining players for passing up good opportunities. Be like thousand dollars, thousand dollars. Hit him where it hurts. Hit him in the pocketbook. <laughs> Guess what? Ten. If you can't do that, thirty minutes after practice, an hour after practice, two hours. They should go over the videotape after every game. And say you should have shot half hour after practice. There goes Costa. No, they've got to shoot more. I've seen yeah, one time. Amen, fucking men. Enough of this, um, you know. All right, Jim. Perfect shots, this perfect shot itis, and all this shit, you know. <laughs> all right. All right. No, right now I'm done. Now I'm done. All right. All right, Jim. All right. Toodles. All right. Now, can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. Uh, Costa just disappeared on us. Oh no, he was still there. I could still see him. I could not see him. Oh really? Oh, that's weird. I'm no, I can still. I'm sorry. He was still talking. That's why I. It just went I was, black on my side. Oh no, he was still going. Oh okay. 
Ding. Hey, Cutter, how are you? Hey, guys, how are you? Uh, you look What's like up? You're, uh, you in the Canadian golf tournament you're going out there? You look you're ready to, for the, to play some golf. No, you guys are wearing hats. I might go wear a hat. That's nice. You look good. You look good. Is that a New York Rangers hat or a Kitchener Rangers hat? What do you think? I, I can't really see it. Can you just answer the question? You just tell me. Oh, looks Thank like you. It's New York. Thank you. All right. You. All right I mean, there would have been, no, been no shame if it was a Kitchener Ranger hat. I was just okay, curious. I know. Clarify. Clarify. Last, last week you came on with your Kitchener Ranger jersey. That's fine. It's your hometown team. Yeah. I have a problem with that. I honestly um I honestly feel bad for you Americans because you don't have like a, a minor hockey team and all that. Well, we do. I got well, a minor league like hockey team ten minutes from my house. Yeah. The Islanders play out here. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Junior team. Sorry. Junior yeah. team. Yeah, that that kind of stinks. You know, way back when we used to have a independent league team, the Long Island Ducks. Yeah. Uh, it would be nice to even have the the wolf pack on Long Island. I would there was some rumors of that, but looks like that's not gonna happen. But yeah, it is we do love hockey so much. Uh, Americans are not blessed. I mean, unless you go to the college games. I know Costa goes to a lot of the college games, but I don't have any affiliation with any college that I would be, like, root for. But, well, yeah, that's cool to have a, a junior yeah. team in your hometown, man. That's pretty cool. Yeah, the college teams, like, you have to be, like, in, like, the Midwest or, the like, the, like the Northeast to appreciate that. Yeah, I would know nothing about the Northeast. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, and I was just saying, it's, it's it's tough. I mean, Jim, I know you go see Hershey, but it's different juniors. They're so young, too. Uh, Hershey's about a, an hour and a half away from us. We have the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, the Flyers uh, AHL team. They're about 10 minutes away. Now, does everybody in Kitchener in tune with what the Kitchener Rangers are doing? Like, is it like on local news and it's like there is a big well well yeah there's a local channel that does all the kitchen ranger um game, friday night games and all that but yeah kit yeah we we had to fire our coach because we were last in the conference but we've won five in a row since so we've done decent. right now who is the main player that for kitchener now that everybody kind of uh, well i think it's riley uh, I can't pronounce his last name. Diami, 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 Diami. Always a fountain of knowledge. Thank you. Uh, was um, was his what was his name? Rolly Fingers. R Riley. Uh, Riley Damiani. Thank you, Jim. Is he Italian? Uh, it sounds Italian. I don't know why. Uh oh! Wait a minute, Jim could fall in love with oh, this guy. Jim loves him already. Riley Damiani. Yeah, he's good. He's uh, uh, so that's good. Anyway. But they're not doing too well as far as the season goes. For now. I mean, it's still early. How long is the junior, uh, how long is the Kitchener Rangers season? Uh, 60, I think it's like 68 games. It goes to like late March and then the playoffs start. There's a uh, uh, Michael, I don't know if I say his, Vukajevic is on that team too. He was a devil's draft pick. I think he was their 
second round draft pick last year. Oh, they got another one, Francesco Pinelli. Oh, you like this guy, Jim? Team is this team is lousy with Italians. Love it. You love it. I don't know. So I love Joey it. Rapoli. All Joey. kinds of Italians. Joey Rapoli. Oh. So who's the top team now? What do they play in the OHL? What do they play? OHL, yep, you're right. And uh, and uh, who's the top team in the OHL this season? That's a good question. Uh, Jim, look it up. Oh, it sounds? I'm not sure. I like these names that the teams get. Kitchener Rangers is good, though. Well, yeah, because they were once an affiliate of New York. Really? Right now, the best team in the OHL is the Peterborough Peets. Wow. That's a, a, a storied franchise. Didn't uh, Roger Nielsen coach the Peterborough Peets? Yes. I, uh, I think uh, Keenan, Keenan might have coached them, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, he did. See I that? Did. Wow. Yeah. The See, uh, us Rangers are, about are seventh overall in the Western Conference. And oh. the... Uh, the Guelph Storm is in the OHL. Guelph. Once coached, Guelph. once coached by what did I say? Guelph, Guelph, whatever, whatever. Golf. Guelph. Guelph. Yeah, Guelph. That's where that's where Emil Francis came from, and Roger Bear and Jean Rattel all came from that team. Yeah, that's right. I don't know. I I, no. I don't know. It's like, like, like you, kind of might watch minor league baseball, but I would never watch minor league baseball. I don't get minor league baseball. I wouldn't even watch major league baseball. No, I, like I watch minor league. Uh, I like going on. to minor league. I'm only kidding. Eddie, I watch. Eddie, Max did well, more better than my Blue Jays. So fucking. Well, uh, the Mets got a new owner now. Yeah. Apparently, uh, I don't know. I'm hearing other things that really? it's take five years for him to buy out the entire shares to have controlling interest or something. Something like that. But as long as the Wilpons are gone, the Mets got a chance. All right. All right. Is there anything to add about the New York Rangers? Uh, yes. All yes. right. I was going to weigh, weigh in on the Georgiev thing. I, I have my pronunciation. Sorry. But anyway. Georgiev. I'm sorry. Georgiev. Thank you. Yes. Georgiev. I mean, I don't know why we want to get rid of it. Him. I mean, what if the Rangers have a playoff push? We can't trust Hendrick or Shisorkin or whatever. Right. I agree. Well, the Rangers will have a playoff push. They win enough games. You know, uh, they they're not going to have a playoff push without without him. You think Hendrick and his 900 save is going to lead you to a playoff push? It's over, Johnny. It's over. It's over. It's fucking over. That's right, baby. That's what I like to hear from you, Cutter. It's anyway, over, Jenny. You want me? It's over. If I throw an uh, interesting fact on my on Hendrick. Sure. Okay, so I know Hendrick's got a lot of wins. If he stays with the Rangers and doesn't play for any other teams, he will by far obliviate the record for most wins by a goalie playing for one team. If it's not Hendrick, <laughs> the, next guy, the next guy's Turk Broda with three hundred two. Ah. Now. I'll explain for some of the um, people in the group that you think Marty Berger, but no, he played for St. Louis and won for St. Louis. Tony Esposito played for Montreal. Um, Ed Belford played for many teams. It's right. just, that's just generally how it is. Like he, 
it's actually strange how he plays for what just one team in his career and all that. And, you know, in this day of age of free agency and all that. Well, the Rangers, uh, you know, they locked them up for a couple long-term contracts and that's how we got here. But Jim has already prognosticated that Henrik will finish his career elsewhere. Touchdown giants. The giants have scored a touchdown. Eli Manning with a touchdown pass to, I believe, Golden Tate. Oh, Golden Taint. What a Golden great game. In the pouring rain in Philadelphia. All right, Cutter, anything else? I want to go watch a little bit of this game before I'm going to go to bed. Uh, and Jen's home. She just got home, so. Yeah. Um, I don't think, but I'd rather talk to her than you, Cutter. <laughs> uh, no, I've got nothing. Sorry. No, Cutter, right. you did very well tonight. Thank you so much for calling in. Good call. No problem. Good night, guys. Check Good night. All right. Anything there else, you Robin? go, Jim. Another one in the books. Long one tonight. Yeah. Patreon. Yes. Watch video. www.patreon.com slash blue shirt underground radio. Sign up to support the show. Put you in our secret Facebook group. Lots of fun. All right. We'll see you guys in a few days. Next week, early next week, we'll be on. Maybe Tuesday night because the Rangers play Monday. Uh, I won't be staying up late for these West Coast games. Uh, Too late for me. me. Eddie, always a pleasure. Fantastic show. Fantastic voyage once again with you and the Blue Shirt Underground. Show number 19, our 20th video show coming up next week. Really? We got more than that. Uh, we've done, we did a little more like testing it out, feeling it out. But official show. We have a post for YouTube. We're up to number 19 tonight, 20. Coming out next week. Okay. Our 20th anniversary. Nice. All right, we'll see you guys next week. We love you. Good night, everybody.